welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Lime Kilt Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I want to tell you a story about one of the two top places I love to travel to no matter what time of the year, reason, or season. New Orleans, Louisiana. With its amazing culture, jazz scene, amazing food, and general sense of joy, New Orleans has been my favorite place to visit in the country for weekend getaways for quite many years. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast while I tell you about Chapter 7, New Orleans. So what brought me to New Orleans in September of 2019? I had gone to New Orleans one time previously a few years ago, but this time I really wanted to spend time with a good buddy of mine from New York City, who was also my roommate for many years while I was living there. Ironically enough, both of our names were Brian. My name was Bryant, he was Brian. And I felt like it's been some time we spent quality time with one another since I uh, moved away from New York City. So I decided, let's do a brocation in New Orleans and just spend a day just having an extreme amount of fun. We were only there for, I believe, like 23 hours, but we made the most of our time that we were there. How did we get there? We ended up taking a Frontier Airlines flight out of Philadelphia to New Orleans, which was only 35 for the both of us to get down to New Orleans based on a buy one, get one free deal that Frontier had. And coming back, it was $100 each coming back. So it was in total $230 round trip for the both of us to go down there. And it was a fantastic experience and one I would never forget. To make your trip down to New Orleans unforgettable like our brocation was, here are a few tips I would give to you if you decide to travel to New Orleans uh, for a weekend getaway. First one is probably the more obvious one. Eat early and often. New Orleans has some of the best, if not the best, food I've ever tasted in any given city. The Creole food, the seafood, the flair that they put into the food is just amazing compared to any place I've been to. And you have eat stuff like from steak to fried oysters to alligator hot dogs, from mom and pop spots to fancy spots, from the famous beignets. New Orleans has anything you would want. And by the time you leave, you probably gain 10 or 15 pounds of good weight while you're there. The second tip I would give in traveling to New Orleans is go during the off-peak seasons. It's significantly less crowded, it's normally less hot, and you can kind of experience New Orleans without being, feel like you're trapped amongst a whole bunch of drunk, crazy people. We ended up going a week after Labor Day, in which it was only 75 degrees to 80 degrees, it was sunny, it wasn't very crowded, and you can kind of get to anywhere you want to go to without any interference. So if you're traveling, that would be a perfect weekend to actually go. The third tip I recommend is jazz it up. New Orleans has an amazing history of jazz music 
going all the way back to Louis Armstrong uh, playing the trumpet from back in the day. Jazz influence, African-American musical influence is felt throughout the city. And every single block, you can hear some type of jazz music, jazz band, or even just a regular band playing out throughout the day and night. If you really like jazz, if you just like hearing good music and just people having a good time, really explore your options and really appreciate jazz while you're there. A fourth tip I would recommend is something I had done previously and I will never do again is do not get a hotel close to Bourbon Street. As you are probably well aware, Bourbon Street is one of the more craziest streets probably in, in the whole entire country. There's open drinking out there. There's tons of people out there all the time. Tons of bars and restaurants. It can get pretty noisy and pretty rowdy from like 8 o'clock in the morning all the way till 2 o'clock in the morning. So if I were you, steer clear away from that if you want to have some rest and relaxation. Bourbon Street isn't going anywhere. You can always take an Uber there. You can always walk there. But if you end up want to go back home or get in a hotel and relax, Get away from Bourbon Street so you can actually spend some time relaxed in your hotel. The last thing I would recommend, too, is everyone knows about you know, Frenchman Street and uh, the, uh, the French Quarter, Bourbon Street. Everyone knows about those areas, but New Orleans has a significant amount of great areas outside of there. Uh, you can go to the parks that are relatively close. You can go to uh, cool and interesting cemeteries that are very culturally unique to New Orleans. Uh, you can also go to the Garden District where you can see uh, many different types of interesting and beautiful uh, plantation houses. So while you have probably most of your fun down in the Bourbon Street area, you should definitely explore other areas of New Orleans. So while we were in New Orleans... We only had 23 hours in order to have as much fun as possible because our flight left at 5.30 a.m. that next morning. So we decided to cram a whole entire day's worth of New Orleans eating, drinking, and entertainment in that short period of time. So in the morning, no, we end up going to Cafe Tumont to get some beignets and end up running to a hot sauce store and ate a whole bunch of different hot sauces, end up going to a brunch spot to have a bro brunch at Tableau, which is a fantastic uh, brunch spot to be at. And we were randomly saw someone dressed as Chewbacca walking down the street, went to Pat O'Brien's, we went shopping, went to Frenchman see different, different jazz clubs, so on and so forth. So we made our time as efficient as possible we're in New Orleans for that 24-hour period of time. But if you tell me what story or what moment that really capitulated our time in New Orleans, it was definitely our lunch when we end up going to one of the best pole boy spots in New Orleans, Nola's Pole Boys, and the uh, mistakes that we made while we were there. So a little bit of backstory we had eaten brunch a couple hours ago. We went to a couple of places on Bourbon Street, and we were walking around, and we were feeling out, we are getting a little bit hungry again. So we decided, we're in New Orleans. Let's get ourselves a, a New Orleans po' boy. So as any tourist does, we went on our cell phones to determine on Yelp and Google 
one of the best pole boy in New Orleans. And literally the first thing that came up in all of our search results was Nola's pole boys. So we decided, let's walk down there, which is on the other side of Bourbon Street, so we can get ourselves a good pole boy. So when we walked to the actual restaurant, it was a very, very small hole in the wall, had a bunch of old like music posters everywhere. The crowd was in their like maybe mid to late 20s, and it was kind of a vibrant scene. I think in the back there was uh, a corporate affair or function down there. There was uh, maybe 10 or 15 people in the back room. And the line, as usual in New Orleans, was at least 15, 20 people deep. So we're waiting in line, and we're talking with one another, and we're in there for 10 minutes, but only two people have kind of left the line thus far to take the order. So we're saying, this line is moving significantly slow. We have no idea what's going on. Then we look at the front of the register, we see a guy who is, I think, first day on the job or first week on the job. So he was really struggling taking orders, telling the orders in the back, and letting everyone know once the order was completed. We were a little frustrated, but it's like, eh, we're on vacation. We have no place to go after this. So we want a new one's poor boy. We want to get one. So the line wasn't a huge deal. So we get closer and closer to the front. We end up seeing the board of what's available to eat. We see like fried oyster sandwiches, crawfish, um, a, a number, alligator, a number of different types of pole boys are out there. And we're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to make a choice, man. There's too much good food up there. So I decided, you know what? I don't get the crawfish because I like crawfish. I ate crawfish in a while. He decided to get the fried oyster. So when we start looking further down the menu, we see a section that's like fried oyster as well as fried crawfish are spicy. And they said underneath, like, this is very, very spicy. Like, we're not kidding when it's spicy. So we both look at each other. It's like, eh, we like spicy things. We can handle it to a certain degree. And we were really feeling the oyster sandwich as well as the crawfish sandwich. And the only option they had was spicy. And we waited in line for like 20 minutes. We decided we're going to eat it regardless. So we ended up ordering our sandwiches and we wait in the back where everyone else is waiting for their sandwiches. The tables that are back there are communal tables. So you might have a table that seats like, you know, eight or nine, and people that don't really know each other are sitting next to each other waiting for their food. So when the food comes out, there are these nice, big, like, 10-inch hoagie-style pole boys with all the fixings inside, and the, the meat and the fish was really piled up. So we look at each other and say, man, we're going to have a good time eating this food. With the food, we end up buying a bottle of water, too. It was kind of hot, and we want to have some liquid in our system. So I take my first bite. I'm like, man, this, this, this crawfish this is real good. Man, I can't, I can eat another bite. So I ate a second bite, ate a third bite. And I'm like, ooh, it's getting a little bit more hotter than it normally was in here. Let me uh, drink some of this water. So I drink some little bit of water, but the hotness ain't going away. But not being the smartest person in the world, I ate another bite, I ate another bite. And I'm like, ooh, this, is, this, this spice thing might be something because uh, my mouth is really burning. And for like literally like two or three minutes, we're not talking at each other whatsoever. We are sweating. We keep on drinking our waters. We keep on looking at the sandwich because it's good. We keep on eating it. We're not realizing we can't handle this spice. 
So after like three minutes, we both like sit back in our seats, look at one another, drenched in sweat, and look at another one another. We're like, damn, man, I think this thing actually was too spicy for us. He's like, yeah, me too. I don't know. They look at each other's like, we got to finish this. We, we just had to finish this. Like, we brought this point, but we had to eat it. So we both end up eating half the sandwich, and we're struggling. We're, 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 the, our water bottles, we bought like, like a one liter bottles were nearly empty at this point in time. We look at each other like, what did we do? And the funny, across from us, there was a group of uh, maybe girls in their late 20s, early 30s, and like a bachelorette party. They and who were there in front of us in line, and they had ordered similar fried orders sandwiches as well. And they're eating it; they're having the time of their life. They're not complaining. They're they're eating like it like it's like ice cream to a certain degree. And we're looking at them as like, man, we are we are struggling today. So we decided, do we quit or we keep on going? We decided we'll just keep on going. So we we charged through and we finished those sandwiches. But you know, if you watch Man vs. Food. The food won on that because while we finished it, our mouths were burning. We had to get a second bottles of water, and we were just a miserable wreck afterwards. So we decided once we're done the food, we're just gonna go someplace and get some milk or some cookies or something just to alleviate our stomach because we were doing we we're having a pretty rough time eating those sandwiches. And after Maybe like five or ten minutes, we were all good to go. But that was one of the hottest things I ever ate in my whole entire life. And what we both realize now, if we see something that is extremely spicy and a warning underneath, like this is spicy, don't play around, we should probably listen to that advice and not play around. But yeah, that was our, our experience at Nola's Pole Boys. I would say, while it was really hot and we were struggling, that was a good crawfish sandwich so i definitely recommend that you go there if you wanted yourself a good new orleans po' boy while i've only been to new orleans twice in my life i've definitely been enough to recommend a lot of great places to eat entertain yourself as well as sights to see the first place i recommend going to is the famous cafe du mont it's a famous place where you can buy beignets, which are fried dough with a lot of sugar on top. It's a great afternoon dessert, and the lines are very long, so you know it has to be good. The lines are extremely long. The second place I would recommend, which is in the French Quarter, is a restaurant called Tableau. It's a fantastic brunch spot that has two different levels that overlooks the French Quarter. And it's a beautiful restaurant, fantastic food. They have a band that plays at every single table, great jazz music, and it's just a great time with fantastic customer service. Another place I recommend in the French Quarter is also Southern Candy Maker. They make these little desserts called pralines. Not quite sure how you make them, but they are very, very tasty, and they're made with a ton of sugar, and they're delicious. My favorite one was the sweet potato one. It's basically like eating a sweet potato pie, which I can eat any time of the year. 
Another place that I recommend that I mentioned earlier in the podcast was Nola Pole Boys. While again, those Pole Boys are spicy, they were extremely delicious. And as usual, the crowd was going out the door. So you definitely know it was very, very good. Going away from the French Quarter and Bourbon Street and further down to Frenchman Street is another great place to eat called Dat Dog. A lot of different types of interesting hot dogs. And I tasted one hot dog, the alligator hot dog, was tasted delicious. So definitely recommend that spot to eat. And when it comes to jazz clubs, a few of them really come to mind. One was the Spotted Cat. I think it's one of the more infamous ones that's in uh, the area. And it's very crowded and very good jazz. I feel like it's a a tad bit um, touristy to a certain degree. I really like um, Bambola's uh, club. A little bit more low-key. feel like a better band, too. And it seems to have a lot more space to kind of, like, relax and enjoy yourself. Moving away from the French Quarter and the Frenchman Street, uh, you should definitely look into the Garden District. And it's great inexpensive trolleys that can kind of take you from downtown New Orleans all the way to the Garden District. It's a very, very great ride, very scenic, and certainly it's very beautiful when you pass by all the houses because those plantain houses, they are very, very beautiful. Another thing I recommend going to see, just to see the, the cultural differences, is a cemetery. So one of them is, especially in the Garden District, is St. Louis Cemetery Number 3. This is a very interesting way how um, cemetery and plots are kind of put together compared to traditional areas when they're below the ground. A lot of these are kind of above ground, which is very interesting and thought-provoking to me. While you're in the Garden District, I also recommend going to the Camilla Grill. It's a very old-school diner spot. They have a lot of hamburgers, french fries, hot dogs, just that traditional Americana food. And as usual, it seems like I've been saying this a lot, the line was very, very long, so you know the food was very, very good. And the last place I recommend is going to a city park. I haven't gone there personally, but I've heard a lot of friends that have gone there and they really enjoyed their time. So yeah, those are kind of the top locations I recommend going to while you're in New Orleans, especially with the food scene. You can't go wrong, not only the places I chose, but any place you can kind of walk around while you're there. So yeah, that was basically my brocation to New Orleans in September of 2019. We were there for less than 24 hours, but we truly made the most of it. From 8 o'clock all the way to 10 o'clock that night, we were eating, we were drinking, we were enjoying each other's company, seeing jazz musicians and jazz bands play, buying souvenirs, taking a little bit of a nap. We ran the gamut of everything you can do in New Orleans in a short period of time. I really enjoyed my experience. I really enjoyed catching up with a very, very good buddy of mine, and it's something I won't forget, and... I'm hoping so they can continue to do in the future. Well, thanks again for listening to Traveling Online Kiln Pike. And as always, if you decide to travel, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.